0: Cosplay and cocktails. This is Paige,
1: and I am, as always, Jesse.
0: As always, hey Jesse, what's up?
1: Um, well, not much. Not
0: much. You're doing okay. We're separated again, unless, in case you can't tell by our sound quality.
1: Um, yeah, I'm taking two classes, so um, I wanted to be back in my house with internet. Uh, my folks don't have internet, so...
0: Um. Hey, what are you drinking over there?
1: I had a popsicle. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: That doesn't sound like a cocktail to me.
1: It's not. It's not a cocktail. It's popsicle. Good story. Uh, I do have a little bit of just bourbon that I'm slowly nursing. Okay. I forgot how delicious bourbon is and how much I love it, like... Like, like drinking the taste of bourbon, like is so much in my
0: taste of bourbon.
1: Well, no, like I mean, but like it's just such an (laughs) evocative taste for me because, like, I've done like it. Just like I feel like I can smell Rick House.
0: Like it's exciting for you to like. Like, (laughs) what's in it? It's exciting, but
1: also a little (laughs) scary. yeah yep it's exciting but also a little bit scary (laughs) um no like i just not like i just forgot how much i like bourbon i guess there's a reason why it is my favorite spirit there's a reason why it's our national spirit do you know why Mm -hmm. it's the reason Mm -hmm. has to be made here can't make Um, bourbon anywhere else in the world except for the united states of america common misconception is that it has to be made in Kentucky. It does not have to be made in Kentucky, although about 98% of the bourbon in the world is made in, like, a 200-mile radius, or probably less than that, actually, in Kentucky.
0: That's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was bourbon info with Jesse. I mean,
1: I got way more. You know why most of it's made in Kentucky? Um, no. Uh, corn and... Delicious limestone water. Mm. They got limestone groundwater. Really good, tasty water. Good for making whiskey because that's the thing about bourbon. That water is all you can add to it. You can't mm. can't cover up the flavors with any kind of you know cinnamon. Fine. <laughs> imported. That's imported.
0: <laughs> that's Canadian imported. Uh,
1: but that's the thing. See, that's why. Like, so for, but like bourbon. Like a good bourbon has to be good on its own. You can't. Anyway, this has been my bourbon podcast. This
0: has been Jesse's bourbon podcast. I should have I'm gonna
1: start with a side podcast. We're gonna have a spin-off podcast. Like, listen, yeah. this is my idea. Okay. I'm gonna call it the finer things with Jesse.
0: Um, so I am uh significantly less classy over here. I have a which I don't know. If, um, I just found this out the other day. I am drinking a beer. Uh, it's called Ta- Taco Cat, and it's a sour uh, beer. Yeah, we've had
1: that before. Huh? I've had that before.
0: Did you know it's out? I know you've had it before because we've talked about it. Um, did you know that it was made in Chicago?
1: Yeah, they've got it at Great House. Mm, hmm. I think that's where I had it. Probably was at Great House.
0: Probably, I really like it.
1: It's uh, enjoy it.
0: Um, yeah, no, so you fun. know, no, 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 you
1: know where we have it. You had, well, you had one at uh that nerdy bar at C two. That's E2. right. They had Paco Cat. I got so mm-hmm. excited. I I thought of a new th- name of my spinoff podcast. Okay, it's gonna be called Flavor Profiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Jess is gonna tell you. Um, what the episode is about, but um, and this is something we've been wanting, we've been talking about, talking about, um,
1: uh, yeah. So we have this email, and uh, she gave us a couple stories, uh, from our end of the episode solicitation for your stories that uh, right, that go along with our stories, which please do send those in. Uh, we like. Reading them. I especially like it Makes it gives me something to do in the email. Uh since I'm not a social media type.
0: Well, and person. I think it's nice uh to be like like I think um get of, we, anytime we get an email and they say something and we're like, Oh my gosh, yes, or like they just like us in general, like it's just a nice feeling.
1: Right. Well, and also let's allows us to represent more viewpoints than just our own that's right or just think of things that we wouldn't have thought of right otherwise right. absolutely yeah. so please keep sending please. those in we'll solicit yes. them again at the end yeah uh, i mean now i'm gonna read this story that's gonna segue in a clear precise manner into <laughs> today's episode so so this is a negative interaction that happens And it says, I have had a weirdly large amount of creepy guys interact with me at cons. I'm a plus size lady. So I've been a bit self-conscious about cosplaying characters that are particularly thin. Same girl. That was me. That was my comment. as (laughs) Jesse. It all came to a head when I was 17. And this man, drunk in the middle of the day, sat at the four-seater table with me and my two friends. I was cosplaying Pepper Potts. who You already know it's played by the verily, very morally strange, physically beautiful, and the definition of particularly thin Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, I also, this is me as Jesse again, related to the morally strange uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not a huge Paltrow fan, so I would have been a little bit more savage there, I think.
0: hmm
1: Um, The man asked us all our ages, got upset when he discovered none of us were over 21 at the time and he couldn't, and I quote, get us drunk, and then proceeded to turn to each of us individually and tell us something about our bodies. I'll spare you the gory details of what he said to my two friends who were over 18, since it would absolutely not be safe for work. But he turned to me. I had wrongly assumed I would be spared his appraisal since I had just admitted to being underage and told me about how much better endowed I was than Gwyneth. After he chided us for getting red-faced and awkward and showing our ages with our reactions to what he had said, he left us alone. This was 2013 when Cosplay Is Not Consent had just started circulating at cons, so I had no idea reporting him was even an option. Plus, this was at Fandom Fest, Louisville's most shameful con, lol. So I I can't say lol, I'm too old. So I doubt anything would have been done. Now I know how to handle, now I know how to handle those situations. Brutally and without mercy, the strong must protect the sweet. I am so happy that most modern shows are trending towards inclusion. It's no coincidence that the cosplay I felt comfortable enough to send y'all a picture of before, oh, there is a, of a character that's my size in the source material.
0: Thank you so much for that email. Obviously, we don't love hearing um, stories about women being harassed, um, but it did make us uh, decide to do this episode, so we appreciate that because it is something that we've been talking about um, doing an episode on for a while. Um, So um, we're just going to jump into what cosplay is not consent means. Um, It's just kind of this catchphrase um, that has become this widespread uh, presence at conventions because of the amount of cosplayers that were being sexually harassed. Um, It's just kind of to serve as a reminder uh, to the fans and the convention goers that, you know, even though these cosplayers are dressed up um, as people from your childhood or as people, you know, that you have idolized or whatever it may be. They're human and they, you know, they, they've got boundaries and they need to be treated with respect. And, um, it's also, uh, Jesse and I've discussed this just kind of a way, uh, it lets the cosplayers know, Hey, if something happens, like there will be repercussions, like we're here to support you in this, which, um, I don't think a lot of cosplayers probably felt that way in the past, which is why it's been the same thing um so it started appearing on signs uh posted at just a couple of conventions in in 2012 oh my goodness 2012 um new york city comic con um was the first major con to post the phrase publicly and that was in 2014 um on their signs they also had like the um anti harassment policy like printed under there so that it was very clear like hey this is what we're talking about you know Um, and so that was in 2014, 2013, they had a lot of incidents, which I think is kind of what spurred them into it. I think they had 20 some reported instances of sexual harassment. And then in 2014, after the signs were posted and the um, cosplay is not consent policy was kind of enacted, um, there was about eight and it stayed at a... Slightly lower number, you know, since then. Um, do you remember the first time you saw the Cosplays Not Consent sign?
1: Jesse? I'm pretty sure it was at Dragon Con. I thought it was my first Dragon Con, but it may have been like second Dragon yeah. Con or something like that. Uh, I'm fairly certain it was at Dragon Con mm-hmm. that I saw. Uh, the phrase I know for sure that the first time I ever saw that phrase was on a banner at a convention. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I if I if I had to guess, I would have said my first Dragon Con, but it might have been my second Dragon Con.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I remember like not even seeing it, but you telling me about it before we went to our first convention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we got there, obviously, I remember seeing the signs and stuff. So um, so another really cool uh, thing that has happened with all of this is there's this um, organization out of Philadelphia called Geeks for Consent. And um, they were kind of Created to talk about the the issue of sexual harassment at conventions, um, and they kind of brought the issue to the co- the bigger conventions and said, "Hey, look, this is a problem. We've got all these stories from these different um, cosplayers <laughs> saying, you know, here's their, here's what they've experienced, and." Um, so they, they took it to um New York City Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con and Um like Austin Con in Washington DC and um presented it with them and, and really encouraged them to get get the policies enacted basically. Mm-hmm. Um I guess now is a really good time to mention that you and I haven't ever had anything major um anything mm-hmm. that we that we consider
1: sexual harassment at con really no um i mean we i mean i don't know like we've definitely had inappropriate comments uh or things that made us feel a little bit uncomfortable but luckily for us like we have each other right um like i've never been to a convention by myself right that i can remember and i've been like separated from you guys at conventions Right. A little bit, but, like, never at, like, night. Normally things... I think that's part of the reason why... Uh, One of the reasons why at a big convention, like something like Dragon Con, it does seem to be a bit worse. Not that that's mm-hmm. anything Dragon Con's fault, but... Mm-hmm. A, it's a 24-hour convention, so people are generally a lot drunker. Mm-hmm. Um, Goes later at night. Um, So people get a little, you know, more inappropriate, maybe right. um, not that any of that's an excuse. right? But, yeah. And uh, also we talked about how um, when you're at a convention, you, it's kind of like you're in this different world. You know, you don't behave the same way that you would in your everyday life. And some people maybe could use that as an excuse to behave inappropriate. Yeah, we and, just
0: mentioned that. Like for us, convention makes us feel more comfortable. Like co- co- being in, cosplay, right. like we're confident and we feel really comfortable, and we're really excited to be at Con. And while our comfortable is just like us being happy and confident, other people's comfor- comfortable might be
1: right. Someone who is not maybe a great person to begin with, right? Um, they're comfort level at a con might lead them to do something that's not great um right. there so yeah it, it's just one of those things yeah because I definitely do things at con that I would never do in my normal life but they're all positive things like I reach out to people a lot more you know I talk to straight like Throw a lot more ice. <sighs> listen <laughs> that is true that wasn't great the throwing the ice thing could have blocked someone with my partially chewed
0: no but I but you're saying like you you compliment people right which not that you wouldn't normally compliment people but just your social anxiety normally kicks in right and you normally wouldn't go up to a stranger or as many strangers as you do at dragon con
1: no like I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't normally strike up a conversation with someone you know unprovoked i would mm-hmm. have such to anxiety right um, so again it can so if if you had bad intentions going in i don't think that anyone gets bad intentions because of the con or because of the cosplay yes. i think they have those intentions anyway and, and they use that really- as an excuse right right so well, it- and
0: like we talked about like um we were discussing the signs and like the lowered rates or the lower percentage right. of
1: which first mm-hmm. of all it surprises me even that it was as low as 20 at a convention as big well, as... Well, that's
0: reported.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's certainly in the number is much higher than that. A lot of it goes... Right,
0: right. But yeah, those are just reported
1: incidents. Um, right. So um, I honestly kind of surprises me that putting up the signs didn't make there be more reported incidents mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just because I like get, we talked about nobody who... If you are the type of person who is going to touch someone inappropriately without their consent, mm-hmm. seeing that sign is not going to be like, oh, like, I don't think there are people who do that that don't know it's not okay. Right. And they saw that sign like, oh, I didn't know it was okay. It, it wasn't okay to grab a stranger's boobs. But now I've seen the sign and now I know. I think it's more they see it and they're like, oh, If I do that, I get in trouble, so I'm not gonna do that. But also, like we talked about, I never would have known that phrase, cosplay of not consent. I could not tell you what any of these conventions' anti-harassment policies were if it weren't for the signage, probably. Maybe I because I'm such an obsessive planner. That it's completely possible that I would have looked it up on their website like I do with like the weapons policy and the, you know, props, cosplay props policy. So it's possible I would have seen it there. But the majority of people are not going to be like me and memorize a website policies before they go to the convention. So seeing that, that's why I said I was surprised that the number of reported didn't go up just because people knew, Okay, like they are going to take this seriously. Um, Because that's one of the reasons that you might not report something, because you're like, oh well, it's no big deal. But right, well,
0: and when I was doing some of my research, I found that 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 was one of the things. But also, um, a lot of cosplayers were like in this crowded convention space, and especially if you're dressed up and that person is just you know coming up to you for a photo, and you know it's a normal photo situation, and then as they're walking away, they do something inappropriate, whether it's grabbing or, uh, you know, saying something or whatever it may be.
1: And then they disappear into the crowd. And then
0: they disappear and, you know, some of the cosplayers were like, you know, you're standing there and you're like shocked. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Just happened? And then they've disappeared into this crowd. So how do you report that person? Like, I couldn't tell you probably like, at times that we've had photos taken with you know, people just random con goers. I probably could not like describe those people to you because my brain is on con at that time.
1: Right. Well, and le- like, well, and like, if something did happen, but you know, like, you especially if you're getting your picture taken, you're not mis- You're looking at the camera, right? So well, that know what I'm saying. Like, like I cannot
0: describe all the people we've gotten our pictures right. unless we have like conver- long conversations with them or like they weren't a cosplay that we liked or, you know, but if they're just, you know, in street clothes and walk up for a quick picture and then, you know, if they would, there would be something sketchy happen, like, I don't know that I could point them out or, you know, describe them. So that also might be a thing because they might be like, okay, yeah, I was just assaulted, but how do I report it?
1: And even if you could describe them, like, in a con like Dragon Con, the size, so we're we're not saying don't report it, right?
0: Right. We're just saying maybe that's why people
1: don't. Right. Report. Yeah. Yeah. That might be why, because you know, in a con that's the size of ninety thousand, like even if you could describe them, like if you described me to like, you know, how many other ladies at Dragon Con would also fall into that? Right. Uh, Officer, her boobs were falling out. <laughs> I mean, honestly. That would describe how many other and, and I'd like to point out they don't just constantly fall out on their own. It's not like they're fighting to escape every They can't breathe!
0: Uh,
1: they're just, you know, punching out, you know, for freedom. I think
0: they you know?
1: are. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so there's, there's a lot of reasons why it doesn't get reported I think, but hope, hopefully the reason that it did go down is, like I said, I have no illusions. I'm not naive enough to think that, oh, it went down because these people Size. completely changed their ways right. because they saw, I'm like, because like I said, I just don't think that's realistic. But if nothing like,
0: else, it makes the cosplayers
1: more right but um, you know the give them a little bit of
0: power to do something about it and to say something or to at least feel like where they could have before but to you know know they have that ability and that they'll be listened to and um I know that there was uh in one of the articles I was reading somebody was like you know I didn't know about it until I was on one of the convention's apps and it was like a tab on the app like right before uh you know, an assault or, a, you know, something like that. And they were like, that was so like, it was so nice to see mm-hmm. that and to be like, Oh, like, this is so accessible, you know? Yeah.
1: To... One chance. Cause the thing is, chances are if someone does something to you that makes you feel uncomfortable, it's probably that same person is probably doing the same thing to other Others. players. Absolutely. So, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So We've mentioned um, we've had some we've had some instances with photographers and with
1: um, people ask just asking for pictures,
0: right? Um, But after after reading some of the stories that I read, I was like, okay, well, we I've never
1: I don't think either of us has ever had anything that we felt uncomfortable enough to report it. That we can not like cross the line. Right. No. Way. No.
0: And I was gonna say that earlier when you when you said that like um, that we had each other there. Like I can't think of a time. I, I can think of one time. I was gonna say I can't think of a time. Okay. No, that's true. I can't think of a time. Oh my gosh. That, that I noticed that you were so uncomfortable that like because if I would if if. If someone is going to come at you in a way that I notice makes you like a abnormal amount of uncomfortable, not your normal amount, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm go- I'm going to come at that person,
1: or yeah, or say something like, right, well, that's what I, or do at least asking. come like check on me and be like, hey, is right. everything? And I've
0: never felt, <laughs> I've never felt uh, compelled to do that in that setting, right. Um, all I can think of is the guy that took your picture, or I took your picture with him, and I just stood back and laughed during that.
1: Um, yeah, which, like I said, I don't. It makes me uncomfortable for someone, like a stranger, to put their arm around me during mm-hmm. a picture. But, uh, like honestly, usually not enough to. So that's something like I, you know, like ask someone before because I think there's probably cosplayers that are fine with that. Yeah,
0: I don't think I, most people it's one of the things that you and I've talked about, Jesse, is um in In my research, I read where, you know, these cosplayers were saying, you know, unfortunately, you know, we were, you know, because of the way we were dressed, we felt like that was part of the issue with us being assaulted. That was part of what uh, caused it, even though that's not true. No, it's but, not
1: well, because, but people, they, but
0: so they ended up saying, you know, um, so since then we've worn less revealing cosplays or, you know, we've worn, um, bulkier cosplays or, you know, all that. And I, it made me so sad because, you know,
1: it made me pissed. I mean, cause yeah, I uh, would never, like, I would never like what I would never tell another cosplayer what to do. What makes them feel comfortable is what they should do. Right. I'm not saying like anything against them for I mean I didn't read whatever you read that said that but so I'm not you know if they don't feel comfortable wearing that anymore like they don't and that's right uh, it is what it is but I personally would never cha- because it isn't the fault first of all right uh someone who like if you're touched in a way that you don't, or someone makes a comment to you that you don't want, like, it's never your fault. For, it
0: has nothing know. to do with what you're wearing. Right.
1: Or... Because what well, we talked about before, like, somebody's into everything. Like, if you went out fully covered, you know, like, we talked about, like, Handmaid's Tale. Like, you could wear... Like a full-on handmaid's tail, like really no skin showing but your face and someone that's gonna be their fetish right you know so like uh like we talked about the cardboard box fetish like if you wore a complete big cardboard box that doesn't even like cling to your body
0: look out here comes the cardboard
1: right uh cardboard box pervert is what i called him thank you very much oh sorry um uh, <laughs> let's not, I don't, you know, we don't want to be sued by any cardboard box perverts. i right. them not by their preferred right. so name, which like, honestly, if that's what you're into, as long as you're not, you know, sexually harassing someone, go ahead and be into cardboard boxes. Like there's no shame or judgment there. Personally, I don't like, I said this is personally like I don't like being like I don't even love it when like we have our picture taken with the celebrity and they put their arm around me. <laughs> like I don't I just don't like you know I don't but like also uh I just would prefer to be asked, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's okay.
1: Right. But it's not like something I make personally make a big deal about. And it because if it was, I could always say, like, Hey, like beforehand, like when someone asks for a picture, I could be like, Yeah, but please don't touch me. But
0: Do you want me you want me to do that as your handler from now on?
1: Ninety nine percent of the time it's not an issue. Like okay, but I'm gonna remember that. Well and also but like also if it's like a little kid, because I feel like usually like little kids get a lot closer than you would like normally like an adult. Right. So no like I said I there's only like a couple maybe three times that I feel like it was it's ever been an issue yeah and, and I can't it's, not, any- like I said, it's never been like I feel like it's sexually inappropriate it's just me like having my issues of like I said because it makes me just as uncomfortable as like to have some celebrity that you forced me to get my picture taken with mm-hmm put their arm around me as it does some person on the con floor who's asked for a picture
0: um i can't think of like a random person uh photo that we've done that i felt uncomfortable but i i feel like we've both had a couple with like photographers
1: well and I've just now had a thought that's true but I also had the thought that I think the fact that we cosplay together and that we match so much probably helps us like has oh, made yeah? it easier on it yeah because I was thinking like nor like when we're matching most of the time not always but most of the time someone will want a picture with both both of us right and it's a lot harder for someone you know like hey get my picture with these two you know like they can't i don't you know what i mean like we have yes. each other there to like well, watch each like other's back had, we're
0: like you were talking about like you've never been to a con by yourself like it's easier to single one person out right
1: and so like if i were cost like that and that's another thing like some of the cosplays i've worn like we were talking about the ladies that changed or it, it could be also some men i know some male cosplayers who have had yeah, absolutely, at least inappropriate comments made to them if not you know, full on... T- I'm sure that it's worse for female cosplayers, but... Um, I'm
0: sure. I'm, but I'm sure the, the male population...
1: But, yeah, so that saying like, oh, I had to change what I wore um, because I wasn't comfortable in that anymore. If it were me cosplaying by myself or me at a convention by myself, I'm sure I wouldn't feel comfortable enough to wear something like my Thor bodice, which was, mm-hmm. you know... Basically, a bra, or my delirium that is a bra and a fishnet shirt. Like First. it took a long time for me to get comfortable enough to wear that. Period. Right. Let alone, you know. So yeah, and and so like I said, I get it. Um, but it, and that's another reason why I don't feel like as uncomfortable. Someone putting their arm around me, like when you're there. Because I know, like, if their hand starts to, like migrate, you know, into an appropriate bathing suit area, oh no, would like, you know, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. It, so it's, and, but like again, we shouldn't have to. Like anyone should be able to go to a convention by themselves, cosplay by themselves, and whatever they want, and be safe and feel safe. Yep. Um, that's kind of the whole idea. I think of cosplay is not going to let you know, like, hey. So just if
0: you are going to a convention and you haven't gone or maybe you have and you just didn't realize this was even a thing, um, make sure before you go just to kind of make yourself familiar with that um, policy and know how to – so that you know that you can contact. Like I said, I think some of the apps that conventions um, have available – have different resources on there for it but also any kind of like um uh customer service you know area at the convention would be able to point you in the right direction if you do need to report something or um ask a question or whatever it may be but um it's just nice to know that it's uh being taken seriously and um
1: yeah, well, what I was going to say is I, I'm i glad you mentioned that thing about the app because I think if, like I personally would be a lot more likely to send like an anonymous message in the app mm-hmm. than go especially so then you can just be like, hey, this incident happened. I don't know, you know, like, you don't feel as much like, I don't know, like, I was going to say you don't feel as much. Like you're making an accusation, not that anyone, but it's one of those things we're kind of like socialized to feel like, oh well, I don't know. Like he didn't, you know, but again.
0: I don't need to I don't want to make a big deal about this. Right. But again, but it is if it makes you feel uncomfortable enough that you think you need to report it, then you need to report it.
1: Right, right. And And it's people because
0: like you said, and like our listener email said, like you you should always assume that you're the strong one, and that you're going to report it, because there might be someone that isn't as uh, quote-unquote strong as you, and that, you know...
1: There's my water.
0: You you might be protecting someone else by reporting
1: Right. It. So, yeah, so if you are the type, and sometimes you just can't, like, you know, I'm the last person, like, you know, social-wise, like, you know, I'm the nope. last person. Oh, no. Well, you know what I mean? Like, so if it's something like there are certain things like socially like i just straight up it's very very difficult for me to do like just normal so like if you can't for whatever reason social anxiety or whatever it is can't report it like don't feel guilty about because it's not on you either right. try you know and that's if you can like i said we're really lucky that we have each other to go and our other friends that we go to. I mean, normal, like many cons we go to, it's just the two of us, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've got a network we've got of people who would, cause I also am sure like if you were away and Brennan or Jake was there, they would both, you know, step in if they saw anything. So, um, but you know, that's not an option. For everyone, right? Like, you know, you may not have friends that are into conventions, and you still want to go, or you know, but like, find someone like us. Honestly, yeah, like, we'll be our friend. Right? If we're there, find the real us. Right? Um, <laughs> and we'll, I mean, especially with like DragonCon, like the sweat. Again, who knows when the next like actual in-person convention we'll get to go to is, but mm-hmm. um, uh, you know we will always post especially me with the swag and swap like hey we're going here like come find someone like there'll be someone there that you can trust to you know
0: maybe one day we'll have enough followers and we'll have like a meet up at a con
1: well heck we can have a meet up anyway okay we can meet up with two people
0: (laughs) guys thank you so much for listening in um if you want to follow us on social media, um, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, and Jesse, tell them about that email of ours.
1: Um, please email us. Uh, it can be weird fish pictures. It can be not weird fish pictures. Haven't yet gotten any. We got a cute cat picture. No weird fish pics yet. So. Please send. I like like um, really big goldfish. They get really really big.
0: Did you request that?
1: Yeah, weird fish pictures.
0: I do not remember that.
1: Oh no. great great, you edited it. I know. No, well, yes, I did request weird fish fish pictures.
0: I ed- They all run together.
1: I, I said I was, was going to change the email to weirdfishpics at gmail. Oh, I can't remember that now. I just- I do you remember that okay go ahead god damn it you can send us pictures of you in cosplay you can send us just pictures of cool cosplays you found or famous cosplays i'm always interested in like world's most blank cosplay so like most expensive cosplay cheapest cosplay i guess free is the cheapest cosplay or someone pays you mm-hmm. um uh you know the cosplay made only out of yarn stuff like that i always think is really cool so uh stories that you have that pertain to the episode uh questions for us to answer ideas for episodes cocktail recipes cocktail
0: recipes uh
1: yeah Oh, our email is cosplay and cocktails pod pod at gmail.com that's
0: gmail.com um hey jesse what? Are we done?
1: Yes. Yay. Up now. What?